Hey there, and welcome to Mondays with Molly, where we share stories of triumph, transformation, and the beautiful lessons we learn along the way as women business owners. We have these conversations to inspire other women on their entrepreneurial journey so they don't feel so alone in their struggles, fears, and doubts. Let's take the manic out of our Mondays and replace it with a little more inspiration. Grab a cuppa, get cozy, and enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to Mondays with Molly. I'm Molly Hebde, your host, and today I want to talk about how life happens and what to do when you have to push through adversity when you are running your own business. I recently had a disaster while traveling for work, and I felt like this subject could be very relatable. Now, owning your own business comes with many challenges. You wear all of the hats that a larger company would have teams in place for. Other people on your team could pick up the slack when you're having something that comes up in life or you can't come into work. But owning your own business also gives you freedoms that working for someone else does not. So over the past seven years, I have had to work through many adversities running my own business. From really big, scary medical challenges, to the pandemic, to the flood last year, to just everyday life with a family, and sometimes the fact that there are days when you get out of bed and you just don't think that you can do it again. So over this past year, I have been on the struggle bros with my own business identity, and I have talked a lot about this. I have seriously wanted to burn it all down a few times, but after this past summer and taking time off with my family, much needed rest and relaxation, I was truly ready to dive back and deep in again with my business and really put all the hats on to hustle and make it all work. Then two weeks ago, I had a surprise encounter with Poison Ivy. Now this to me sounds like the dumbest episode to date, but I think maybe some of you can relate to this, but maybe on like a different level. Let's have you insert your own issue that you have to overcome. A sick child, plans don't work out, a client falls through, or any number of things that can go wrong in life. Maybe you can relate to this here. Okay, so let me tell you the story. A couple weekends ago, um, well actually a couple, it was three Fridays ago, I came to the studio, I had a photo shoot ready to go for the first thing in the morning, and it was one of those hot days I came down to clean up and also cool down the studio. As I was cleaning up, I realized that the AAC wasn't, wasn't working in the studio. So I panic. I call all of the people that I need to, the AAC repair, property management, put a ticket in, um, call everybody that I could, you know, to let them know, like, hey, this is not working. Um, and then I also let the family know that I was going to be photographing that I would actually come to their home instead of having them at the studio where it was starting to get warmer and warmer. But I also remember last year when I moved in and I had to have the um, AC unit, you know, checked on because it wasn't working at one point. Uh, the AC guy said to make sure that, you know, like all the weeds were cleaned and cleared away from the unit and, you know, to hose it off every once in a while because of pollen. So I go out there and just a couple months ago, I had cleared out the whole space in the back patio to make sure that we could use it for a commercial shoot. And I did leave some greenery in the one corner by the AC unit, but it wasn't touching anything. 
We'd gotten a lot of rain, obviously, over the summer, so the weeds were a little bit out of control. So I pushed with my right arm back on the vines that were growing next to the AC unit and just kind of brushed them away so they weren't like sitting on top of it to see if that would help. Go back inside, use the restroom, wash off my hands, wipe off the sweat, <laughs> and pack up everything to go to this shoot. So I also have regular allergy issues. Um, I have severe allergies for the outside world. So there's weeds, there's pollen, there's trees. Um, all of the things that you can think of outside, I'm allergic to. All the grasses. So I get regular allergy shots. And I've been doing this for two years because back in 2020, I found out that I had severe allergies and... Um, have started the process of hopefully fixing all of that. <laughs> so beyond, you know, like sweating and, you know, switching everything around for this photo shoot, I also am allergic to cats. And of course, during the pandemic, what did we do? We got two kittens. So during that same frame of time, I had gotten scratched by my cat and then moved the weeds. And then on the Monday after the weekend, I also went in for my allergy shot. So within that 24 hour period or whatever it was, um, the scratch that was on my arm, the couple scratches that were on my arm started to like get inflamed. And so I'd wash them, you know, put some Neosporin on it and everything. But then the following day, they started to blister. So my thoughts are, it's an allergy reaction to the cat and the allergy shots on top of it. Well, fast forward a couple days, I start to get a little rash on my neck on the opposite side. And my dermat or my allergist sends in a cream for me that's a little bit more potent than just cortisone 10 or neosporin. So I get that cream and the next day, which is Thursday, I fly to Minnesota to work with a friend for a two-day event up there. And as I'm going through, like getting there, I just let her know that like, hey, I don't have some kind of weird disease or anything. Um, I'm just having an allergic reaction to my cat scratch and my allergy shots. And we go about our days. And Friday is the first, you know, big event. We go from, you know, 3 p.m. until 1, 1 o'clock in the morning. And then Saturday is another big day. You know, start time is like 11 until like, you know, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So on Friday, like, you know, the Rash is getting a little bit more. I'm starting to have more of a spread from like the blisters on my arm. I feel kind of gross and itchy and kind of burny. And I'm in contact with my allergist over this time as well. Thankfully, she's just texting me and I'm sending her photos and everything like that. She mentions that it might be something that's contact rather than an allergic reaction, but we are just watching it. So we go do the event hot and sweaty. It's humid. It is so warm up in Minnesota. And the whole time I am just perspiring. And if you didn't know, I don't also have a thyroid. Um, I had my thyroid removed back in 2010. And so my body doesn't like to regulate itself with this heat. So I don't do well when there is hot and humid weather and temperature. And so this was just exasperating the whole situation. 
So by the end of the night, I am just a hot mess. The rash is getting worse. I feel like I have got some welts and then my arm is starting to bother me like really, really badly. I don't sleep very well that night because we know we have like a big day the next day. A lot is happening and my body is just not responding well to whatever is going on. So Saturday morning I wake up and I have huge welts up and down my neck. It's starting to come onto my face and I freak out and think, oh, I'm having an allergic reaction. So I go to the ER to let them know that I have hives. And 19 years ago, I had an, a few episodes where I actually did go into anaphylactic shock um, or anaphylaxis. I had my tongue swell after having a rash that you know started off on my belly and then it spread throughout my body, but this was over days. So I know that my body takes time to react to things a little bit differently and it's a little bit slower. So I know I have time, but I also didn't want to have anything happen during the middle of this event that we were going to be photographing. So go to the ER, they take me back, they get me all kinds of meds, add more allergy pills and um, prednisone, all this stuff. And so they send me on my way um, so then I can go straight to the event get back to the hotel, change my clothes, start photographing. And again, it's a full, hot, humid, busy, jam-packed day and night. <laughs> it just keeps getting hotter and sweatier. And I just push through. By the end of the evening, we were just spent, just like on a regular basis, we were just spent. And um, I will make another episode about the event. Um, coming up, but we won't talk about that right now. So anyway, the next day, I'm like, all right, we have the day that we planned to do nothing. Thankfully, it was rainy, it was a little bit overcast, and we didn't have anything to do except for pack up the hotel and then bring it back to my friend's house and then just have a day full of just rest and relaxation. I thought that's all I needed, maybe some ice packs, Maybe just, you know, like the AC and not to do anything. By the end of Sunday, my face was swelling. I felt the burning around my eyes. The rash and the welts were just multiplying. And my arm was just on fire. So go back to a different ER, um, one that has dermatology on staff. And I'm admitted into the hospital overnight for observation to figure out what's going on. This hospital took a bunch of blood work. We went through all kinds of things. And then on Monday, I actually saw a dermatologist to see and talk through like what is going on. And thankfully with all of the drugs they were pumping into me, everything started to subside a little bit, but it wasn't obviously going away. After talking to multiple people, um, my friend, the allergist, the dermatologist, I go back through the timeline and I kept going back to the cat scratch and the um, allergy shots because over the past couple months, I have been having more reactions to the allergy shots. That's where my brain went. But then I kept coming back to moving those plants that were next to the AC unit. So I actually had my um, neighbor go over to, you know, take a picture of it, see what it is, just, you know, like, what is this? Maybe it is something, maybe it's not. And sure enough, 
Google sends right back (laughs) that it's poison ivy. So I had been for two Fridays, like a full week, it took for this poison ivy to give me this huge reaction. One that ended up in the hospital, one where I had welts all over my face. It was swelling my ears. It got really kind of scary and it's uncomfortable and just, just awful. I, to be honest, felt really dumb that I had no idea that this was poison ivy next to the AC unit. I have gone 45 years without recognizing this plant. You know, I've seen the pictures, the leaves of three, the little like, you know, mitten or whatever. But when you see it in real life, that's not what you're looking at. You're not seeing leaves of three. It's a vine and it's actually really green and pretty. (laughs) So you don't, you don't necessarily think that it's like something that's completely dangerous. So I just, I want to put this out there that, you know, like there's things that happen and when you are stressed and you're busy and you're, you know, holding all of these hats and everything that you're doing in life and you're running a business and you, people are relying on you, there's times where, you know, you do something that's going to cause, you know, some really big problems in life. So that's, that's kind of what I want to talk about. So during all of this, fears come up, past fears, um, especially when it comes to medical. I've had, I've had a history of medical emergencies. I've had cancer. I've had rare diagnoses. My brain goes to the worst case scenario. So when doctors and nurses come in and they say that they don't recognize the rash that you have or the blisters or what it's presenting, then you start to go to those worst case scenarios and it just kind of starts like a snowball of freaking out. But then there's also, you know, thinking about the people that you might be letting down. You know, I traveled to Minnesota after, you know, months of planning to go and be a part of this event and being relied on for the services and the photos that I was going to be capturing. I didn't want to let those people down. And I also didn't want to let my business down or any of that kind of stuff. So, and my friend that I was working with. So on top of the stress of going and doing this big event and then not feeling well on top of it, and then having the emergency, like, am I going to be able to be there? Am I going to let them down? Am I going to fail? Um, And then pushing through, but also like recognizing and knowing that like, if there is an emergency, like I need to go, I need to take care of myself. Um, I felt like I could push through even though it was uncomfortable. And even though like, I probably looked like a troll. (laughs) Um, But also like the next day knowing that, okay, I need to stop and I just need to take care of myself. Yes, like we were supposed to have fun. We were supposed to go through files. We were supposed to do all of these things. But I needed to put myself first at that moment. You also think about when things like this come up, the expenses. Um, How much time will I have to take off? Am I going to be able to pay my bills? Am I going to be able to pay my rent? Am I going to be able to... um, fulfill the orders and the different things that I have going on for my business. So I know that it does take a lot, especially when you are sick, um, to be able to take that time off for yourself. 
So I just, I don't know, I, I feel like we need to talk about these things and put them out into the world and let each other know that, you know, your health and your wellness comes first and it's a priority before anything else. Because without that, when you have medical emergencies or you have long-term issues with like your medical um, history or any of that kind of stuff, if you're not taking care of yourself, um, you're not going to be able to run your business. You're not going to be able to help your family. You're not going to be able to provide or take care of them. So even if in the immediate, it feels fairly scary, um, you do just stop, listen to your body, listen to what's going on, assess it and, you know, take care of the things that you need to do. Even if you have to take a few days off, even though that is scary sometimes. But it's also important for us to not brush off the fears that come up during these times. We need to address and acknowledge that these things are challenging for us. Each one of us has our own struggles, and we should not compare our apples to others' oranges. Um, Give yourself a moment to take it in and name the issue and name the fear. If you ignore it, it will only scream louder the next time. There is so much turmoil and devastation happening in the world that sometimes we don't acknowledge the struggles that we're facing in our own corner of the world, but it's important for you to acknowledge, not to ignore, and to name it, or it will build up into something even bigger. Had I continued ignoring it, I know at some point um, that that rash and those hives were going to affect my ability to breathe. (laughs) So um, knowing that like it was kind of getting scary around my eyes, um, I'm a photographer, I need to see, I want to be able to do that. And not knowing exactly what it was, I had to just give in and give up and, you know, surrender and go take care of this and allow the doctors and the nurses to figure out what was happening. Of course, like I'm home now. I am recovering. It's going to be a while before my whole body like (laughs) is recovered. Um, It definitely looks worse before it gets better. And I guess when you have severe case of poison ivy, it could take months um, to, you know, retreat from your skin totally. Like it's changed the color of my skin. Um, My arm and my waist and my thigh all look like they have been scalded. Um, It's gross, but uh, thankfully the burning has started to subside and I only get up a few parts of the night and just am just uncontrollably itchy. But um, (laughs) I also wanted to take a moment like we are in a society and we see like everybody online all the time. Last week, I skipped my episode for the podcast. I was actually going to record one last Sunday um, while I was in Minnesota to talk about the event that I was working and use that as my podcast for the Monday. But as I'm sitting in the hospital, I'm like, well, I could probably record a podcast episode. But then I also just told myself, no, like, what are you doing? You are sleep deprived. You are in pain. You have no idea what's going on. (laughs) You are heavily medicated. This is no time to be sitting here and working. Um, Even just, you know, to like make sure that I get something up every week this year. 
So um, I had a little bit of like a turmoil with myself of like talking myself out of working while I was in the hospital. So I want to also give you permission to not work through when you are sick, not work through when you are in a medical emergency or even just like you need a break. It's okay to take that moment, to take that time off and to shut it down and to close it all down. Um, I, I laugh at myself now that I was even thinking about doing that. And when I was talking to my accountability group on Friday last week, um, they also laughed at me and said, um, how do you feel about allowing yourself to let go of that? And they probably would have said something if I was crazy enough to record a podcast in the hospital. So balancing work and self-care. Balance is a hard thing to do. We are never going to have a perfect work-life balance. It doesn't exist. Um, you've heard it all all over the place. Like, oh yeah, you gotta like you know figure out your whole work-life balance. And when it comes down to it, life is not balanced. There's always gonna be a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Um, sometimes it could feel balanced, but it doesn't last very long. But you need to make sure that you have healthy boundaries and put your health first and foremost. Believe me, I know how it is to be burnt out. I've done that, been there. It's awful. Um, it's landed me in very dark times in the past. So you know how lessons keep showing up um, if you don't truly learn from them? Well, I keep getting knocked down on my ass with my medical history. And it's about damn time I finally listen to the lessons that are screaming in my face. Can you relate? Um, as soon as I say, yes, I got this and I'm ready, <laughs> I end up in the hospital or in bed for days and it is really tiresome. I want to make things work and I want to do my best, but I always put myself last on the list and that is changing. My husband and I have actually have a pack now that we're putting our health first. We are eating more greens and we are cooking at home. And thankfully, he's really good project managing of the house when he's home um, because I can go straight through all of my meals when I'm working. So that's not good. He also fixed our treadmill. So that's my number one priority is to get my steps in. Um, I'm a little weary right now of the outside world with all of my allergies and the recent issues with plants, <laughs> so I'm okay staying indoors, listening to podcasts, um, catching up on some trash TV sometimes, and even just vegging out while I walk. Um, I may even order one of those trays so I can write some blogs or emails um, maybe when I walk, but I'm just getting on the treadmill is my first step um, into taking my health back. So um, self-care is not just bubble baths. It's not just retreats where you leave your life at home. Self-care is finding a way to make your life work for you. So um, look at the things that are the biggest stressors. Are your kids little and need more of you? Then maybe instead of having your business full-time, it's okay to part-time it or scale it back so you can enjoy the time with them and not have that love-hate relationship with work and how it's taking you away from your kids or you're using it to step away from your kids. 
Um, and this is just an example. This is not saying that you have to do this, but when I look at my past or I look at even some friends that are, you know, struggling with this, each one of our successes, like we have a different definition. We don't all have to be millionaires. We don't all have to hundred K our year or any of these things. Um, just even having some pocket money or some money that you can use for vacations or things like that. Maybe that's what your success is or, you know, hiring a team or any of that kind of stuff. So define what your success is and then take a look at your life, like the realistic of your life of where you are right now to be able to prioritize like, okay, well, I want to be able to be there more for my kids. So maybe this is just a part-time endeavor. Maybe I have 10 hours a week that I can, you know, put towards my business or five hours a week. Um, or if you have it where, you know, like I am an empty nester, um, I have more time in my day and my husband travels. So I can put this full time. And, but also with that, I also have to make sure that it's full time and it's not my full life. I need to be able to step away. I need to be able to take time off. I need to be able to shut it down and turn it all off. Otherwise it gets really unhealthy and it, you're just spinning your wheels. And again, like things are going to come up where you get sick or there's going to be things that, you know, just keep pushing in front of you to make you really look at what you're doing in your life. There will be seasons to hustle and grind. And then there's seasons to take a step back. One thing now, after 70 years of doing this, I can see a pattern of times where I will be slower with clients throughout the year. Um, and instead of hustling in those times, I will be making sure to automate and step away from my, for myself so that I can come back and be refreshed and ready to grind during those busier times with clients. So importance of setting boundaries and also asking for support. Um, one, it's okay to step away from work. Put your phone down. Put your computer down. Shut it off. We need more time to just have space in our brains and in our minds. We are bombarded so much with the outside world. It's okay to turn it all off. I know my weekends have now become more for my family to step away. Um, everything can wait till Monday. If you send out your emails and everything on Thursday and Friday and, you know, just Tell them to have a good weekend and you'll catch catch up again on Monday. Um, I've also like stepped back some of my posts on social. Um, I don't have to be posting every single day. I can, you know, schedule out, you know, three days a week and that is okay. It doesn't have to be that hustle and grind 24-7. And be open and honest with your communication. Um, it goes really far if you're just honest. My clients have been very kind in knowing that I've had to take a step back, especially over the last week. And I will get the work done, but instead of stressing, I'm just open um, with what I can handle at the moment and honest that, you know, like, you know, it's going to be a few extra days before I can get on top of, you know, like the things that I did talk, did tell them that I was going to be able to do. And asking for help is one of the hardest things that we can do, especially as adults. We tell our kids, we, we tell our friends um, that we are here when they need us, but it's hard for us to actually open our mouths and, you know, come out to the community and say like, hey, I need help. 
um, you should be building a community of people around you, not just with friends and family, but with your business circle. Um, people in business and those that are running their own businesses get it more than anybody else. So I know I rely a lot on the wisdom of my business community, and they are there to talk me off a ledge, give me a new perspective, and also be there to just vent when I need to. Um, I could not do it without them, and they are good re <laughs> They were also good reminders to take time to heal. Um, they're the first ones to tell me to, you know, shut it down and listen to my body and take that time for myself. So I know these past few weeks um, have been very stressful and scary and very painful, um, but I find that knowing my body and allowing myself to take the time to heal has been the best thing for me. Um, this past week, I really just allowed myself to just, <laughs> like, pity myself for a bit. I, you know, I didn't sleep very well. I am itching and in pain. The rash is spreading. Um, I do not wish this on anyone in the world, and, like, I... I can't believe that I've gone 45 years without experiencing it. I hope that I don't ever have to experience it again. Um, when I don't listen to my body, it sure finds a way to tell me to sit down. So I'm going to be using my time to work on myself the rest of this year. And I know I'm a work in progress. If you are somebody out there that also needs some encouragement, I'm here for you. <laughs> like, I want to just shout this from the rooftop to like help other people just prioritize themselves. Now, um, one thing I'm just going to like put out there is like, take a look at what you have going on in your business and your life right now. What are the things that are working and what are not? And what's the worst case scenario that can happen if you keep pushing rather than evaluating what you can let go of or adjust? So I know that if I keep pushing, I am just going to burn myself out by the end of the year and I'm just, I'm not going to be able to enjoy the holidays or the time off with my family. So I am going to put myself first, especially over the next few months, you know, walking, eating right, taking time to like shut everything off. And then I know that when I do sit down to work, I'm going to have more energy and more clarity and more focus to get things done. So it's going to be better not only for my business, but also for my clients, because I will be present when I'm actually working with them, rather than scatterbrained and tired and overworked and just stressed. So from my medical issues to the flood and the pandemic, each of these things could spiral me into shutting it all down. But after acknowledging what I'm facing and how shitty it is, I then look to see what I can control in the situation. Most of the time, it's only me and how I react to whatever's happening. But assessing and then solving one thing at a time gets me to where I need to be. I also always look back on what I've learned from any of these situations. Many times, it's just reminding me to take care of myself <laughs> in a better way. Um, because I don't, because if I don't, I won't be able to take care of my clients, my business, or my family. And life is just going to be miserable. So thanks for your patience as I took off last Monday um, <laughs> and most of last week. 
and I'm working to secure new interviews coming up, and I will be adding some new solo casts, one that I promised about my Alaska trip, and another one from my trip to Minnesota beyond the poison ivy. (laughs) So if you've liked any of these episodes, um, I would love for you to share a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast, or share an episode that you liked with a friend. Um, If you have any questions or topics that you would like discussed, please email me. I'm always open and would love to hear your ideas um, and your questions. It's going to help me make this a better podcast. Um, Email me at hello at mollyhebda.com. Until next time, I hope you stay safe and healthy. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining us here on Mondays with Molly. If you or someone you know is looking for ways to help your small business find its visual voice in the world, consider booking a brand photography session. This is not your typical photo shoot. We will deep dive into your brand and create purposeful content that helps take out the stress of your everyday marketing. We offer single sessions as well as yearly subscriptions with full brand sessions each quarter. We are as invested in showcasing your brand as you are. For more information and to get started, check out mollyhebda.com and to connect with Molly on Instagram at mollyhebdaphotography. If you got something, anything from this episode, I encourage you to leave a review. And of course, the more stars left, the more we can build this community. And don't forget, subscribe and share.